beginning of Act 2. We're going to smash cut directly to a different scene. <gasps> from the castle, from the palace jail, <laughs> to the dining room. Mm-hmm. I don't know which fork to use. You are all... We're just gonna smash cut you directly into an opulent, though awkward, <coughs> here. Mm-hmm. A now this is not the massive gold wrought table with red silk runner and magical candelabra um, meant when multiple you know dignitaries come or a hundred people. Though that this hall does have space for such a, a thing. This is a bit more more intimate um, um, place here. Still a long table that could comfortably fit uh, a mate on each side and one on each head. Right now, um, um, King Gremgus uh, does sit at the, the head. You three sit on one side, and on the on the other side, we do indeed have the three clan lords. Virgin Backbreaker is not setting eating. He and Drudge Longbeard are both are both in attendance here. Miriam Solraka is nowhere to be seen, but your using the term friend is so wonky considering you met you talked with the guy for, for a few hours straight. <coughs> um, is seated here as well. Uh, if you guys want to move yourselves specifically to be sitting elsewhere, you are welcome to. No, 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 no. His body is thrown upon the table. <laughs> That's actually what we're eating sushi off of him. <laughs> oh, God. That's even worse. I was like, you're eating his guts and entrails. Like, no, we're eating sushi. We're doing the shots off his belly button. Come, comrade. Have some vodka out of my father's belly. Come. <laughs> it was good. His hair kind of hanging from Disgusting. Um, does anybody wish to move their character different than what is placed here at this time? I think <coughs> I would. I would maybe place the ambassador next to Annie, mm-hmm. in a sense. If you guys are okay with that mm-hmm. happening, because it makes Fine. sense. Um, Kal- Kalkovich comes in. He is um, revived from death itself. He is. Um, healed though so he de- definitely has that come back from death malaise sort of mm-hmm. thing he comes and very very furtive glances knowing he is alive not from his own strength by any means and I think as you guys see him for the first time again alive he comes in there's a bit of a I don't, I don't know for him if it's relief as much as it is just like yeah now I'm going to view these guys in a different light um, I don't think he fully knows the extent of what happened, and maybe and in the several days to follow, you maybe you'll have time to fill him in on everything. But right now, he just looks happy to be by what he can call friends and sit between some strong motherfuckers here. I was going to put his hand on his shoulder and say, "How long did you last till you gave us out, Kalka bitch?" <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go take he my doesn't seat. even know how to respond to that, to be honest. He's just kind of like, uh... Thanks for bringing him back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. He doesn't, yeah, doesn't quite know how to respond. Um, he does have bandages all over, and his, um, his fingers are all 
in um, Danish. So there was definitely some physical torture, but then also combined <coughs> with um, Haldren. And Haldren told, told you flat out. I read his mind. In this mm-hmm. world, physical torture is a way to loosen up the mind. Detection of thoughts and um, truth-speaking spells are just the best way to get, get mm-hmm. information out. Um, Scarlet, you, you might think, you know, they have slaves they have slavery torture exists of course you don't torture every everyone you don't want to waste a spell on someone who might have some small information um agristone the the inquisition of agristone is known world round for having perf- perfected the art of extracting in, in information scarland doesn't have that reputation at all just to put them on mm-hmm. di- different sort of playing fields for you there so you see your friend here the dinner that you are served here uh salad of dried lichen and an analogy with sweet fruits and tomatoes, a sour balsamic in a clay pot drizzled atop, potatoes and yams roasted over, over open flame until blackened skin peel, peel, peels away, a warm carafe of butter, or like a um, um, bowl of butter right there. Take a spoonful, slap it in, just slather butter melting in, into, the, into this heat. A mushroom medley with black garlic confit cooked in the marrow of mountain goat bones served in a sizzling cast iron pot. Um, thick wedges of hearty toasted bread. A casual half of an entire mountain goat. Like 200 pounds worth of actual, of actual meat roasted by lava heat, which you can tell because there's a sulfuric stank that mostly comes when they remove the charred skin. I mean, you guys can smell that sort of sulfuricness. They cook this thing by heat of, of lava, um, not, not too far away. Is there it's, any poison? Yeah, I would have put detect poison into a ring and mm. like, had that attuned so I could just cast it subtly. And check if there was any poison around. Damn it! No, there's no poison anywhere to be seen. Oh, yeah. at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, when this half an entire mountain goat is is placed, it takes four servants to come to to, to come in, mm-hmm. and they go on the table and they and scoot it forward, and um, you have this goat head um, staring at you, Norwin. Mm-hmm. With an entire pumpkin in its mouth. So to, get, to give you the size of this thing, this is like a mountain goat, like bigger than this ta- table is, like a fantasy mountain goat type, you know, thing. Even with no bones and, and skin, and where there's bones, but no mm-hmm. like skin and sinew. It's still like 200 pounds of, of meat right there on the table, mm-hmm. and a whole pumpkin f- fits in its mm-hmm. head. And it just gets scooted forward, and you see its black, its black square pu- pupils staring mm-hmm. at you as it's got this big old mm-hmm. pumpkin in, in its mouth here. It's like a silent druidic prayer for it. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm imagining like those pictures of a cow next to bison. Have you ever seen those? To see mm-hmm. how big bison oh, actually are. Oh, how big they are. are. Yes, 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 yes. So yes. like a normal goat next to this yes. thing. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. much a hardy oh. mountain goat local to the Green Peak Mountains compared to the mountain goats that you guys you know saw mm-hmm. in, the, in the Sovereign Steps even. A big difference there. What is here? A fatty hunks of giant mole stewed in a decadent sauce of red wine and blood. A delicacy unique to Hildeheim, native to the underground here, and do poor, poorly in captivity. If you're wondering why I'm saying this, it's because the um, sommelier, for lack of a better word here, the head ser- servant is describing each and every dish that's coming out in mm-hmm. detail, so you know exactly what it is and how proud they are to have a um, giant mold to be, be served here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then... 
Uh, well, yeah, that's what you have now. That's, uh, of course, there will be dessert to come, but this is your um, your um, aperitif and your main and your sides and your main meal here. As you guys um, feast, um, Earth, you sound like you were grabbing half that mm -hmm. goat. Gonna take one of those the big big front drummy. Yep. I was gonna say uh, it's roasted, you know, to the point and long enough where all of that collagen has turned to like you know um, gelatin so the leg just comes off like a rotisserie ch chicken you pull a little bit too hard because you've never eaten something cooked really well you pull a bit too, a little too hard cut, like great mm -hmm. <laughs> here and just start going down a big old you know cloven hoof thing over here um there is like i said the salad of lichen algae the potato mm. potatoes mm -hmm. the mushroom Medley, uh, which is cooked mm -hmm. in the marrow of mountain goat, so that's mm -hmm. sort of a downside to it. But that's mm -hmm. the con confilement, which which means cooked in fat, like fully submerged in fat. So it's very, mm -hmm. very decadent sort of thing mm -hmm. here. But um, oh, wow. you're used to oh, wow. eating um, mm -hmm. smaller uh, 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 portions of things you can. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. between the mush, mushroom, black <coughs> garlic, the potatoes, the, the sal salad, you're good, good to go. And I've seen you chomp on people. Relax, all yeah. right? <laughs> people are tasty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I spin Um, And your guys are reading, feasting. No business is discussed on their end at this time. Mm -hmm. um, they are all still wearing their same armor. Hence why I said an opulent, though awkward, dinner. Awkward because mm -hmm. there is a... Um, you're all still wearing armor. You're all still spackled in blood, at least for the most part. Um, Lord Nathan Farland is spotless. And I think even this guy probably would have gone in and got a change, change of clothes here. Gremgus for is not, he's not wearing kingly regalia at this time. In fact, there's still a very clear across him where his sword had plunged into his father's heart. Um, he could obviously have gone and put on any number of regal fine fights, but has not at this time. Mm. And the high marshal's wearing the exact same thing he was without spending a moment to blot away the blood splatter here. But the awkwardness comes from the fact that um, it would be weird to have dinner with your parents with your um, big gay partner in spandex with an, an apple in his mouth doing this, mm -hmm. right? There's clearly something in the room here that nobody wants to say, but everybody knows realm around that you always wait until dessert to say, so, um, John, is it? <laughs> um, mm -hmm. What do you do, right? I think that's just mm -hmm. um, natural stuff. However, I'm letting you know what they're doing. You guys are free to breach that um, if, 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 if you wish at any point in time. Halfway through my goat leg, if yeah. no one said anything yet, Earth would pipe up and through a mouthful of meat say, Grumgriff, what kind of king you're going to be? Well, I, I, I would like to be a just king. I would like to be a king that... Uh, what does that mean? be a king that can lead this realm to greater prosperity than even my my father had come before. And what's that mean? and prosperity are often two separate things. How do you see them working hand in hand? 
sort of, you know, smacks his lips a bit and dabs his, his, his chin and says, I would like to be a king that has allies. That has friends, not only within my borders, but outside as well. I would like to be a king that has a different degree, a different show of strength than the simple axe. I would like to be a king that can follow the traditions and follow in the footsteps my father has left be behind him, but I do not need to step within the same boot holes as him. I think that's smart. Uh, I mean, as long as we're getting down to brass tacks, I think we can say it. No one wants a civil war. No. And this would be the most (coughs) precarious time, but I think your father has left you a rare opportunity that that other leaders wouldn't have. You can get the people on your side more easily because your father made them so angry. Show the people you're not like your father in certain ways. Of course, prosperity, they still want. Stability, they still want. But perhaps stay your hand and show some mercy, and I think that will do a lot to gain those allies on the inside. That's just my opinion, though. What I've noticed from the underground rumblings. Mercy is a thing that is fine and good and shall be meted out as required. And I, th- I think that you are correct, Lady Lady Royce, Anaxardia, Zenzi, Sermonea, that... Maybe she doesn't come all the way over here. That is very secret. No, that's why Annie just whispers it. What? But of course, mercy is a sign of weaknesses. So must be doled out accordingly. Are we weak? I think there is plentiful evidence that you are not. Then the fact that you draw breath is not a sign of weakness. I agree with Raphael. And to take it a step further, we did demand things. So I think mercy with stipulation could keep you from looking weak while also doing what you need to. I would agree mm-hmm. on both fronts. To your point, Master Urfail Dull Steel, I will point out... Just Earth is fine. Master Earth, I will point Just out... Just Earth is fine. We're going to be friends. I will Grand. point out, Earth, that you did come, and in the end, whether it was your desire, your design or not, you did kill a, a king before doling out the mercy that I am personally and everybody here is great grateful for. So yes, mercy is prevalent, but there are many dead individuals and a show of tremendous strength on your part. Mm-hmm. Your strength is there is none within this room, none within this palace once this scuttle butt gets out that would deny the unbelievable power that has been shown here. Both physically Magically, it helps that you won the Colosseum fair and square as well. Furthermore, um, as you say, p- 
power can be shown in many ways, including mercy in the end. I dare say none in Hildheim won't know of this by month end, week end, more than likely. Well then, what if we announce it post haste and your form of mercy and I'm just trying to think of ideas what if we find a way to pull people in those who are important in leadership positions heads of households districts what be it and make it clear you expect them in front of others at a gathering to swear fealty to you and it would come with a tithe. Small, but then those taxes can be turned around straight into infrastructure as a show of, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And that way those who are refusing to do so are directly harming their own districts. I believe this is a good idea. Furthermore, I this is quite uncouth to speak, speak of this, um, but he pushes away his plate of goat and you know, his giant, giant, giant mole and whatnot. But you are correct. There is um, a giant mole in this room that must be addressed, and we are doing so as we speak. I think your idea is just, and in fact, I think I, will, I would go a step beyond that. I hear that you have already spent time in my father's dungeon. You may call him mad paranoid if you if you wish. And I won't call you wrong for it exclusively. But many people in those cells to this day, many families and sympathizers of the of those people over the last 100 200 years in fact are those who did seek if not my father directly, then the king kingdom, the structure, a mill. Mm-hmm. So, I think as a new king to a realm and to peoples who are used to the other after for, for, for 300 years plus, perhaps it is time that some of them see amnesty and mercy. That's a smart move because you're giving up some leverage, which speaks to strength in other places. The hard part is I cannot open the cell doors to all, and then once once any are are freed, and and deals are struck or, or whatnot, then I will make as many enemies as I do do new allies, perhaps, mm-hmm. and the new new allies may not be true allies, which means they will need to have some valence on them in some way, shape, or form. And then am I not just be getting the same process that my father did? Again. Simply an idea at this juncture. Far too soon to do anything like that at this time. But I do believe that may be a way to show that I am a different king than my father. And I, I know the crimes of all of those individuals. I know that I know that there are those who did take distinct direct action, and there were those that were simply 
speaking at a tavern hall, drinking hall. I think the former perhaps stay for now, and the latter perhaps see mercy and understanding. Fair. To start. Mother, and he pulls back his plate and seeing some degree of even a modicum of mm-hmm. alright, your idea we we think is okay. He's like, mm-hmm. woohoo! Not dead, not a dragon eating eating. Good way to dig right it a little ways out of the hole that your father dug. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a pr- pretty extreme thing for at least compared to what moats moats near would, would, mm-hmm. would do. And you, you can see um that that is not necessarily unanimously like not everyone is going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are some who are like ambivalent to it. Um, the high, high marshal that definitely gives a an almost imperceptible like shake of the head sort of thing as he spears. He's eaten like two bites of something, and that's like it. And then he's he, he hasn't eat, um, eaten anything else. Um, the others seem okay with that idea. Mm-hmm. Kalkovich, um, Eklund is expecting a report. Post haste. I have not had the op- opportunity to leave this place yet, but when I get back to my chambers, assuming they have been left intact, I have a quill. I will write to him. Sounds good. I mean, you should return to pack up your things. George says, We have your, th- your things. Ambassador, and he smiled, and you see a golden <coughs> tooth in the back there. Um, and Kalkovich gives him, like, looks at him, and then, like, looks away. You get a feeling, you know, Drudge might be a guy on the up and up ish now compared to um, others, but he was probably one of the ones sent to bring Kalkovich back. And he did his job. Mm-hmm. He did his fucking job. He's like, your belongings are, are here. You, including the, the quill of which you speak. So I expect he will have fine quarters, and Kelkovich, you will have direct access to Eklund, which is direct access to me and my boys. Grimgus says, yes, I think it is very crucial that we speak more on uh, the future relationship between Semenea and Scarland. Yeah, what is your commitment to the war? Now that... Daddy's dead. There will be a commitment to the war. The finer details um, have been discussed, or will need to be be discussed between the High Marshal, myself, and the other generals, commanders, and whatnot. But we do have an offer at this time. But uh, I I am respectfully holding off until um, Doyen Salvarbaka arrives. Mm. Mm. Good. She's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean to be rude, but remind me, we've been to so many kingdoms and I've, we've made so many new kings and queens. How does it work in your kingdom again? Like, do these ones that sit next to you have authority and you all vote on things, or you're the final voice? Like, you're more like Ceremonia, where you're just a pretty face, or are you like Agarstone, where you're actually in charge? I am the final voice. Once the crown is officially on my my head, I will be the final voice. However, you're it is, smart enough to listen to other people. 
Exactly. Ah. It is foolhardy for me not to not to listen to those. I have been ambassador of Scarland for many, many years. I have I remember seen you from the, the summit. world. <laughs> oh yeah, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> hey! I do not recognize that face. Wait a minute. Death paint. Death paint. Waterloo. How dare these kids? I don't know. My accents everywhere, man. <laughs> Who's um, trying this accent? <laughs> it's like I was like I'm not no accents tonight. Summary, summary, summary. But it's so fun to be in character. I really feel that way. That's what Denise all about. Um, he he essentially um, makes it clear that this is a monarchy. He is king. His will is law. But no matter how much you have your hands on the wheel enough people can come up behind and jerk that wheel. So you have surround yourselves by smarter people who are on your side and you don't piss that that piss them off mm-hmm. and you um yeah. And that's who these chuckle fucks are in these in the end, the clan lords. <coughs> high Marshal High Marshal Starkhold. I would have said it way better than that. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how many forces does Scarland even have? Not much information is left lately. What can we expect? Not just in terms of what will help us. I'm wondering, what do your forces look like? More conversation for dessert. I think, but... I think I'm sweet enough. You can tell me. What I am willing to tell you at this time is we do not have enough time to marshal fresh forces to a worthwhile location for this war. But you should know that there is a standing brigade of the coast, the crossing, and the peaks. Um... The coast is sort of self-explanatory. That would be the northern coast. Mm-hmm. The crossing would refer to north of Oracle Lake that leads to down our um, city city states, right? That would be the crossing. And the, the peaks would be the south. If you remember from the map, Hildheim is very near the Green Peak Mountains right there. A brigade is a specific um, number that you would know. Which I'm trying to remember. Two thousand, isn't it? One million. Five companies of two hundred. Mm. I believe you are correct. I'm trying to remember. Um, I do have this written down. Fifty. So a battalion is one thousand troops. Battalion is is a, a number of companies. A brigade, I believe, is three or to five battalions. Battalion. So a brigade, is, you would just know, it might be it's three to five thousand troops. But say three to five thousand troops cool. stationed at each of those three locations, which makes sense, right? Those are the three main spots where they would be attacked. In fact, the only three spots except for the ocean itself. But we've already established in this game, navies don't really exist because. There's no other, you know, place, right? You know, you're not sent from here to here. You have to sail all the way. So they boats exist. There's like small navies, but there's no reason you build up a, a powerful navy to prevent people from doing what to trade. Sure, but they're not like a, like a big thing. Here. So you have twenty thousand boots on the ground in three different spots. Honestly, if Scarling can just hold, so they don't become a weak part in our wall. 
I don't know what Vaniel expects with his grand battle plans, you know, the strategic mastermind that he is. Well, sounds like we need to wait for um, your friend to get here to discuss that a bit more. Which is really good timing because um, I think your next mm. course comes in. On small plates, yay, big here. That are not even plates, they're just the, the other plates and cutlery were like metal dishes, right? Like pretty opulent metal di- dishes. This is a volcanic rock here, like a basalt or a pumice sort of rock. Flat, mm-hmm. polished sort of thing. Um, and on it is a third each. I'm doing this, but it's probably more like it's probably a normal size plate for us, but it's small for dwarves. Even the humans like used dwarven style plate, size plates. Um, so on this normal size plate here is a chunk mm-hmm. of cooked um, something. The smell comes to you, and it's placed before you, you, and you. And you realize close up, you see the anatomy um, that follows a heart. And you see that you each have a different um, piece of this heart. And you piece it together, together you could probably combine them, it would be one heart. Mm-hmm. The master st- steward here um, says, um, a third for each of Dragon's heart. Whatever, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he explains, which is a bit gauche, but you're not of their customs here. It is an honor beyond words, a delicacy only served the victors in great combat. It is a show of respect and strength. Now, wyvern heart, you know, they have wyvern riders here. They tame them. They're the only um, people that have because there's just more wyverns here than there are on other places. They, they they fly over from the from, from the north and you know from the steps and all that shit, right? So um, and they tame them. Eventually, the wyverns will die or become weaker or become old. So it makes sense that they would be able to have like wyvern heart that you guys would like never see anywhere else. But it's also not a very common thing, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a degree of like, okay, this is a rare thing here. Probably an mm-hmm. old tradition. Miriam Salravaka walks in behind them mm-hmm. um, with a plate of her own. Mm-hmm. Not a part of your heart. And a smaller piece, perhaps. And she will take her seat here. Directly across from you, the one seat that is does left. And she Damn it, guys. I, I asked for this to not happen. You gotta switch places so she's kitty corner has like four extra inches away. Sets her plate down, but not gently like yours are placed with reverence. Placed mm-hmm. there. She places her down. Well, I, sh- I shouldn't say hers are placed down with careful reverence, but it does have a clatter to it. Rather, yours were like silent, like placed. Um. The explanation is given again, and uh, a sharp knife and fresh fork is delivered for each of you. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry, not a fork. A fresh knife alone Mm -hmm. is delivered to each of you. Um, Miriam has her own. What victory did you have? I thought it would be good to 
get off on a different foot. And she looks directly across the table at you. Cheers. She says, and she takes her knife, and uh, I guess, sorry, there would be a fork to, to hold it, otherwise it's hard to cut things. So she does cut, but then you watch as she stabs the piece with her knife and leaves the fork, like sets it down and like does a cheers again to, she goes, uh, to the conquerors. She puts it in mm-hmm. the Medicine check to make sure this is a wyvern heart. I was going to say, mm-hmm. af- after a minute, I would also cast Augury and ask good old Grumash himself who hunted these things, since we're on equal terms now, sit down at the table quick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if this is safe to eat. Okay. Wow. <laughs> uh, you're doing what now? Exactly? I was doing a medicine check to make sure that that was like, I think that it's of the proportions that would be correct for a wyvern's heart as opposed to be like, oh, this is like, you know, the old king fired or something. No, it's it's a it's a big heart. It's a good piece. It's a good, like, it's frankly too much to fucking eat mm-hmm. given that you just had a very opulent fatty din- dinner. Mm-hmm. You don't even know if this is dessert. <laughs> you hope it's not. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. It's a big heart. Like a heart's probably like this big, mm-hmm. and you each have a third of that cooked and roasted, not into like steaks, but just like sliced and cooked in in fire. Right. Mm-hmm. As far as you can tell by the size and wyverns that you've seen, and looking at the, the three of us, I, I think you would seventeen mess and check. I think mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. probably is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a 29 message. Oh, 29, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Positive it is. You rolled a 17. I, ro- I rolled a 14. Oh, I, th- I, think, I think you said 17. I add plus 17. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I literally can't roll below 18. You actually you actually know which wyvern this came, came from? Oh, Billy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Billy. Um, yes, oh, you are... Confident, this is a wyvern's heart. You've never seen a wyvern's heart. I'm just you, approximating. You're approximating, and you're, you're you're like as far as my knowledge could possibly give to me. This mm-hmm. is cool. After a minute of um, some chit chats, um, they're respectfully waiting for you guys to eat, and conversation sort of dal- dallies on to and some other stuff. I would have started focusing here. the second I saw it, like, and they said like what mm. it was. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't take too mm-hmm. long. A minute after. isn't that long at all, as you. <clears throat> Your eyes sort of come out of focus, and you just kind of crick your neck to obscure the fact that you're looking to your left. And indeed, seated not in the chair, but seated with his butt on the table, looking over. For the first time ever, you have summoned forth via an, an, an augury or a clair. Boyance. Grumash. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, what do you ask exactly? This I would like to have in character. Mm-hmm. Uh, very casually, just like I said, is you hunted these in your day? Is this safe to eat? His mouth, mouth opens in a way as if he's speaking, but the words don't come to your ears, they come to your mind before he's even finished saying them aloud. You dare to call upon me to ask 
casual conversation. You have found yourself high and mighty, have you not? To be honest, you made me eat the other dragon heart, so I thought you just might want a bite of this one. He looks down at him. Chewy, it's too aggressive on the black pepper because there's too little fat. It's a heart, right? Mm-hmm. Hearts don't have fat on it. It's not good. It's not mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. You truly, the knives are, are very, very sharp and you see why. Whereas most of the other meat, you think like dwarves are having like tearing off chunks of their teeth and like, you know, ripping it sort of thing. Uh, all this meat was like students own fat sort of thing. So it just mm-hmm. kind of peeled off. It was very, very dead and delicious this is a grisly tough thing that your teeth have to work at to get through so mm-hmm. you end up kind of cutting into smaller have you seen national lampoon vacation i think there's a scene where this woman overcooks the turkey and oh, everyone's yeah. just like <laughs> it's, it's just yeah it's that it is like i think earth just due to your physical strength you're washing it down with more and more wine or mead, ale, whatever. They have all the drinks. I think what they drink. They have all the drinks you possibly want here. Um, I will say all your stomachs are probably quite full at this point mm-hmm. already. So I'll simply ask a question. You can answer it in any way that you want. How much of it do you did you finish, Andy? I mean, it's a big thing. It's a big. It's about as big as you're putting it right there. Like reasonably logically how much do you think you can you can finish a bit for Rachel like half Annie would be cutting it into small bites so that she could chew lady like but mm-hmm. she would try to get through half <laughs> melting half. it more so mm-hmm. as it goes yeah. through <laughs> 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 I'm gonna come back to you because you have an interesting pickle here mm-hmm. Earth? all of it I imagine that would be your answer. And you have a, you're a fucking dwarf. You have a strength of 20. Like, fuck that knife. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. They're physical softer when strength. they're fresh. <laughs> God. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, your physical strength means this is not, and your substantial stomach means this is not a, a, mm-hmm. a, a problem for you. I will say at some point early on, I will look at Norwin and mm-hmm. without you having dug in yet, I will mm-hmm. say it's an honor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't even really tell. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just in case. Yes, to throw up. <laughs> Valid. I will say Norwin does not eat meat. And at the dinner did not eat meat. So it's not he's not got the meat sweats like the other two do. I think that in my mind, Norwin has never ate met meat or doesn't eat meat very much because he's you know used to transforming into animals. It's kind of very much the Beast Boy logic in mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Teen Titans. Um, 
However, he also has reverence for animals and for, you know, their sacrifice for what was laid in front of him. And so, given that nobody else is going to eat this meat, essentially, Norwin would actually eat it. And, but he would do it with a, since it's kind of a, a show of uh, strength and reverence, he wouldn't even use the utensils. He would use Alter Self to create claws for himself and cut it that way, and then use his um, Primal Savagery to, because uh, it works on teeth as well, mm-hmm. and use the acid to kind of help dissolve it, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that is the way that Norman would do it. And he would finish the whole thing as reverence for the animal. Okay. He wouldn't like it necessarily, but he would do it. No saves. <laughs> if he could finish it, Annie would also try, but probably fail. Mm-hmm. No, no checks are required here at this point. I think it's more just a question of... The question at hand was do you respect their customs? Mm-hmm. Or are you here to insert your own, to upheave, that's not even a word, mm-hmm. <laughs> their their systems and then not even respect their ways? Mm-hmm. I think conversation slows a bit and you kind of let them talk amongst themselves and com- conversation gets away from the harsh talk because all of you, even Earth, is like really at this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for the next 10, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you all, I think, eat all of your heart. Um, no insight check required. I think you all have a lot of time here to like look around and stuff. Um, Miriam is talking to uh, mothers. Nobody brings up the ghostness of, so you, you try to throw this guy in lava and yourself. What's that? Nobody no brings it up at all. She is the one giving all of you a distinct look of appreciation. Almost surprise. You less so. Mm. You less so. She sees you like she expects that and has a bit of a of a smile to it. A bit of a grizzly, like, you know, the reddish. It's pretty raw, hard. Even though it's cooked in, like, open flame, you know, these are mm-hmm. dragonkin, right? Um, you, you're small. You're, you know, whatever else. But y- you are a tiefling, and that kind of has its own sort of, like, she'll eat your heart anyways, right? <laughs> I think it does not... Uh, I think you doing the magic that you are and stuff and being as careful, methodical, but using spellcraft that is almost as natural, not even like casting spells, just mm-hmm. these things happening to you. Um, and remember, mm-hmm. she knows because you told her the last time she saw you, mm-hmm. you were a dragon. But she did see you, you as this this human beforehand. Mm-hmm. She sees you now as that human, knowing that you are or could become a dragon. Mm-hmm. And there's an air of, I don't know, I guess just appreciation to it. Hmm. That's all. Okay. Um, you feast upon this vibrant heart. You all eat the thing. You wish you hadn't. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't taste great. It, it's it's un, It's one of those truly unfortunate things where it's like, this should have been served first because <laughs> this had an expectation to it and I would have loved to have washed it down with 
Anything else. Anything else, right? <laughs> like, but which you can, but they're like clearing the table. Then you're kind of like, also, I don't want any more water in my, in my mm-hmm. stomach, right? Um, desserts. Um, uh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Before desserts come, there is a thing here. As you're all eating and Miriam is giving you two your looks and whatnot. Sorry, I, there was no, 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 no saves just required here. No, I, I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, I was, I was, I was almost like, well, now I want there to be a save just, just, mm-hmm. just to show that. But then I'm like, he'll, he'll roll a natural one, and then you'd be like, <laughs> God damn it! It's twelve actually. Twelve to seventeen. Um, no. So Miriam says this <coughs> as she's been been quiet for a bit uh, most people are quiet here and by the way the there is a harp playing a ma- magical harp is like string itself over there strumming itself over there so there is that music that we're hearing does actually exist here um wine and drink is being poured the servers know that those who are who are consuming the heart are going to need to have ref- refills under their drinks quite, mm-hmm. quite a bit um at one point in time as you three are all just chewing you've made it three quarters of the way through your hearts or if you're probably actually finish and like more please <laughs> sort of thing like you can finish that you can finish that you're kind of going to town on yours you're probably still have to still have half of yours left really at this point in time Miriam's hand keeps creeping onto your plate yeah. <laughs> I love that I try to stab it yeah. as this little joke is happening is happened, happening here mm-hmm. Miriam says I fought a lot I'm hungry well you, you two specifically like, looking at you two, eyes glazing over Kalkovich, not looking at, 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 at Earth. So, uh, didn't even know you were going to come here to test the hay. So, she's kind of like mumbling to her sis self a bit. She goes, You all came to Scar- Scarland and dealt with our king. Whatever he was. Or was taken by may give your actions credence and hindsight, but I am I am giving you foresight. Now, what you travel with, and she points her dagger at this guy here, her knife, her eating knife, and what you're traveling with is much worse than whatever Mosinir was. Greater warriors and leaders than any of us tried to end his his line over a millennia ago. Until today, I thought that they were successful. Maybe hoped would be the more apt word. <laughs> King Gremgus says, Doyen Saraka, that is... He does, Doyen Saraka, that is... <coughs> that is rude to our guests. Miriam? You hate dragons, correct? I simplified a way of putting it, but yeah, straight chunk outside. Yeah, you could you could say I, I hate dragons. Well, they're not love. my favorite either. We faced two green dragons up north and got the best of me. I died. True. Death all the way gone. Right. Looking pretty good for dead, dead last. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's because that one over there just trounced into the house and yanked my ass right back up. Mm. You say he's not that great? I would say this world would be a worse place without him. 
the most delicious wine in all the world, filled with poison, is still poison, is it not, my dearie? I don't know about you. Poison never kills me. Thessalonian red, by the way. She looks at you. Oh. Thessalonican. Historian, are you? What? The historian, are you? And Earth actually has. Earth did not say that, if that makes sense. Oh. Like, almost in the sense of, like, he's saying, what? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a historian. <clears throat> Is this more clan name questions? No. Hey, well. Just as long as you two know what you're tra- traveling with. Hmm. Oh, we know. The truth is quite apparent. We've been made very aware. Perhaps a bit more than most. Hmm. You may think you know, based on books and stories. Manipulation is easy. And after centuries, lies start to sound like the truth. Give me a persuasion check if you would like. That is persuasion 30. 30? Yeah, 13 plus 17. I was going to say, you have a plus 17, you have a plus 17. That's the expertise. (laughs) 30, you... She Mm -hmm. gives you a a, a look. She kind of like purses her lips, digesting what you're saying as much as she's digesting the last scrap of of her her webbing heart and goes, Hey, you can't deny the fact that sometimes the books and scrolls are wrong. And she says that looking at you. But you get a sense that there's myriad meanings there. She's not fully convinced that what she thinks about Urfell, whatever's inside of Urfell, is incorrect. But clearly, she thought the line was done, right? Mm-hmm. So clearly her information is already incorrect. Clearly her books are wrong. Her books are wrong. So how wrong are they? How far wrong are they? So there's a there's a, you have there's already some doubt and you just um, kind of nailed that hard right there in a gentle way that really makes her think. And she doesn't say that with victory like you, but just like a, you know, clearly the books and the books and tomes and scrolls can be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to convince you. That he is a fucking priest. Hmm. But. You've seen his strength in battle, but. You've also seen his mercy. Hmm. And he can overcome more than just issues with muscles. King Gremgus says. Respectfully, enough of this, this talk. I will not have my guests be impugned at this table. Miriam says, as you wish, my king. Please don't chide her. These are conversations that certainly needed to happen, and I think everyone here does deserve 
a little bit of explanation, especially if it eases the tension amongst this group. Mm -hmm. I don't feel Miriam has stepped out of line, but I also do agree I would like to enjoy my dessert if I have room for it. She sees that you still have like a quarter of yours left and you're like, okay, look. Rachel, what does Josh sometimes eat too much, much of and then complains about and then doesn't buy it for, for, a, for a month? Then buy it, complain about it, and it doesn't buy it for a month. Chinese buffet. Makes my jaw hurt every time. Beef jerky. Because it's so good. <laughs> and I eat a bag of it. It's so low calorie too. It so fills you up. But literally, literally the next day, I'll, I'll wake up and I look oh. like handsome Squidward, <laughs> the giant <laughs> jaws here. Seriously, and I'm not joking. I'll, I'll be like, I never have me jerky again. <laughs> a month will go by. I'll like, yeah, I'll be at the gas station like jerky. <laughs> so I can't emphasize enough. You jerky have amazing. sharp teeth, yeah. and fucking acid. I'm you are Raphael Dole, Dole Steel. You are almost stubborn. in tears, <laughs> but you are stubborn. But you still look and good. And nothing while doing you it. can do. You look great doing it, and you're sort of. At a certain point, I think you're sort of cut, cutting them small, and you just stop chewing. You just start swallowing. She sees that you have a third to a quarter <laughs> left as you're as you're finishing it there, and she goes, "Derek, you don't have to finish it. I don't think anything will be less of you. I can do anything they can do." <laughs> Let me do you the favor of showing you some appreciation and saving you from this. I will flip the neck around, stab it, lift it up, and start chewing. <laughs> okay. She's stubborn. Um, you might change Let your... Let that demon tune. DNA kick in. Mm-hmm. You might change your... your t- as, as as you're going... <laughs> all the other plates are cleared except for yours. You're looking at her. <laughs> Spiced pumpkin pie and drunken apple pie with brandy over top. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Massive by normal standards. And you have to ask the question, why not just make like four normal size pies with the ingredients in this, right? Mm-hmm. Or the, the size of this. But it is what it is. Um, with cream whipped by strong dwarvish hands. I mean, this is the sort of stuff that this guy, this guy, hand whipped cream. cream. <laughs> <laughs> they use whisk. The, the technology of a whisk has existed for a while. So he said that with strong yeah. dwarvish hands. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Your sword, jaw, and whatnot. Uh, I think you all find relief in these big slices of spiced pumpkin pie and drunken Ooh. apple pie. Um, before they Cream pass it out, Annie will Dogs. say, this is beautiful, but what are the rest of you going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> My lord, uh, he, he, he found that hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's had some wine, let's just say. He's had some wine. And then he switched from, from wine to just a light whiskey. You know, so he's he's having some time here. Um, so you guys eat your dessert. You guys eat, eat your dessert. And along mm. with the dessert, at the same, like right after the dessert is served, there's also um, your digest, digestive, an anise flavored rock candy, um, and a shot of similarly flavored dark li- li- liquor that smells much like um, an anise, a very black mm-hmm. licorice sort of flavor. The rock candy is hard as fuck. 
Um, this guy and this this guy do not con- <laughs> not consume it. You stab. Yeah, uses his hand to crush oh. it and then just scoops the powder up and eats it like candy. Like just <laughs> um, it is on a it is on a stick, but you just do it like that. Um, your teeth crunch, crunch. You look you look across. She's like uses the butt of her axe. She pulls out her golden axe. <laughs> And I was just you two <laughs> noshing on rocks in front of each other. You two got kind of like, you know, it's melting with acid. It, <laughs> if you like the flavor of a black licorice anise, it is a digestive. It's meant for like a big, hearty, fatty meal sort of. And if nothing else, there that is a awful. you guys. You guys know what I am referring to when Sambuca. I say mm-hmm. sambuco, mm-hmm. or in a more crass sense, um, Jaeger. Um, literally. Jagermeister is a digestive, but Sambuca mm-hmm. is the light version. So this is more akin mm-hmm. to a syrupy Jagermeister. It mm-hmm. is, a, it's, it's only a shot each mm-hmm. in Dorban terms. So we're talking about yay amount here. Drop it into my big drink. <laughs> she goes, I'll have, I'll have one too. She's like sort of menu tip or tat on this here. I push mine to you. Now that's an offense! Attack! <laughs> <laughs> the dragon heart was bullshit! <laughs> Grammar is like, how dare she not like my Jagger bombs? <laughs> okay, um, with the time we have here, we're gonna go through um, some offerings of peace. Okay, mm. some peace fun stuff here. Um, <laughs> I if if there's anything here that you that you desire to confront, feel free to do so in character. But for the sake of, of ease and time, I'm not going to do characters. I'm just going to tell you what these things are and who is offering them to you. Makes okay. sense. Um, so during the pump, pumpkin pie and the rock can candy and shot of Jaeger, <laughs> um, offerings of peace. Um, King Gremgis does not, does not offer anything himself. But understand everything being offered is his offer, right? There's a sort of unspoken clarity to that Mm -hmm. here. Um, High Marshal Talonel, following up on where you guys left off a conversation near nearly ten yep. Nearly ten minutes or so prior. Um, again, he will reiterate there's not enough time to marshal fresh forces to a worthwhile location for this this war. He appreciates your commentary like, hey, we don't want Scarland to be taken either. That's not good for you know us. So keep your borders safe, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentions again the standing brigade, which is like three to five thousand troops at at the coast, crossing the peaks. Obviously, the crossing is more like two thousand. The um, coast is like three thousand. Three thousand. The peaks is like seven thousand. So not all this the same size because the peaks is right where they're bordering Eggerstone. They're most obvious. But again, the Green Peak Mountains are a natural defense against them. Um, Among those, one b- b- battalion, which means 1,000 troops of the peaks, can be replaced with commissioned forces from Hildheim if the Lady Voice and Exoria can see them safe passage through Agrestone. They will join Agristonian defenders south of Oracle Lake. This is purely a logistical thing, right? They don't have, there's not, not enough time. There's three weeks left. If they all just packed up their tents and, and a thousand men started marching right now, they'll just reach that place in time to 
bolster the, the forces of Evagra Stone there. So it's purely a logistical, <coughs> we can't march them anywhere else at this, this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, amongst these 1,000 would be one squad of Wyvern Riders and a platoon bearing a squad of Stone Shapers. Oh, and he's in a squad. Yes. Um, a squad is the smallest um bit 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 there we go um a squad is the smallest at 6 to 10 soldiers a pl- platoon is 3 to 4 squads so 10 wyvern riders that's yes. what they're giving they're us essentially well just for the, this oh okay. just for that's this thing here just for this specific thing here going with the 1000 foot soldiers which honestly would probably be half like cavalry like a lot of cavalry just to get there in time and 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 bringing supplies and whatnot right you're guessing their best fighters probably wouldn't be going but it is a thing of like hey we need to go now sort of thing to get Uh there in time um of those a squad of wyvern riders we're talking 16 or 10 or or so wyvern 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 riders that would go with them and a pl- platoon bearing a squad of stone shapers. Stone shapers, you obviously know who I'm, who I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. And a platoon is three to four squads. So this this means the, the stone shapers are very useful for inside Hildheim and all around Scarland, but they're very useful for war. Especially mm-hmm. if you have to... Trey, you're moving the table. Oh. Back up. Back up, buddy. A trace, Trey, move, 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 move. There you go. Trey, come on. See disaster before it happens. It is hurt. <laughs> the paranoid king. The paranoid king can see disaster. I don't need no scrying eye for His that. His hunch is always oh, right. Um, stone shapers can be used very, very nicely. There's nothing better than folks who can shape stone with the with their voice alone. When you're in the so- sovereign steps, looking to create barricades, tunnels, de- 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 defenses, and whatnot. They're not going to have a lot of time to do so when they get there, but it's again, it's a sign. Here are some unique things that we mm-hmm. have that we, we we can send to you here. Mm-hmm. Um, that is what High Marshal Talnell will offer: a thousand troops, some stone shape shapers, some driver ride riders, specifically deployed. If you can make make it happen through Agristone to bolster their forces south of Oracle Lake. Which does make sense, considering that is, if you guys recall, that is where the first, um, uh, shit, not the Tower Regiment, um, Agristone goes more on Roman, um... Legion? Uh, yes, thank you. The first Legion, their forces have been for this war, and they were attacked by the Orcs in Pone's Pass, and the undead that um, Jarkanos had summoned and poison from, mm-hmm. from the Nulls, right? So Pelham's mm-hmm. Pass was like, ignore, 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 until they snuck up and flanked the um, first, le- first, first Legion as like a strike that like killed like a thousand and in with very low deaths on the back. It was a big, like disappointing big thing. For a big, big L for Agarstone. So it is a key location because you don't have to go through the um, steps. Right mm-hmm. north of the, the, the Oracle Lake and south of, of, of Oracle Lake are pretty smooth. 
Mm-hmm. So the steps are there, but far, far less, far easier to pass. So those make sense to be well pr- protected. North of Oracle Lake right now, there is no indication that Valinar city-states are marching westward, right? They're not, like, on the bad guy side. So the crossing defenses probably aren't that cri- critical. Mm-hmm. The n- northern coast defenses probably aren't that critical. The peak defenses might be more critical. Um, but honestly, Scarland's in a really good position, hence why they didn't join the war in the first place, right? They're not They're not Agastron, they're not Alfheim, they're not all Agastron, Alfheim, Sermonea all have borders that touch the sovereign steps and the enemy could just march right into there. Scarland's border goes all the way over to where the dome is here though, right? Like Correct. it's here yep. to these mountains here. Exactly that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can see that you know the steps. The steps are way over here. The steps are it, way, so way over here. Dead no man's land. Exactly kind of that. So that's is this is why Scotland was like, why would we join this? People have the bad guys are going to sail across Oracle Lake. I mean, yeah, they might do that. Mm-hmm. It has never happened be happened before, but it could it could happen. So Which they have why we need our armies. Right, exactly. So they're yeah. more worried about stuff happening up here because there are there is land bridge here. So there is a possibility that the orcs from above or you know the wyverns will can come. So blah blah blah. Long long story short, there's a reason why Scarlet logistically was like we don't have to join this fucking war. You guys all fight it fight it out, win, and we're still at full strength. They're willing to bring some people down from the peaks to support this landmass here, which does make sense, considering that's a pretty straight shot across mm-hmm. if the enemy can get up through here, which, frankly, who knows what, the, what, they, what they can do over there. I'm going to force that. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes makes sense? Yes. And that's what this guy offers here. Um, Captain Backbreaker steps, steps forward. He has an offer as well. He will offer... And it, these offers are going various states of of um personal personal if that makes sense. The first one is a, is is a very further war thing. No personal elements to, to it at all. This one's far more personal for you three as a sign of trust mm-hmm. and good faith on both sides. Their trust, his trust in you, your trust in him. Um and Captain Backbreaker is offering you three a squad, which um, specifically eight of his Riven Riders, to be deployed in a location of your choice, assuming that you have some way to get them there. They're not. They're not responsible for if you mm-hmm. if, if you guys say great to Drakengard, they're gonna be like, I have no way to get my my you know, men to Drakengard. They can fly though, so they do mm-hmm. have quite a bit of flexibility a small squad that can you know fly for 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 hours at a time they have a lot of flexibility in where they can go but it's more like that is what he is offering to be clear to you three mm-hmm. you can you can say great i'm gonna let a mecklen elspeth dis- decide that you three can use them as your own personal sort of thing obviously mm-hmm. they will follow your your orders backbreakers orders supersede yours but he's not going to be with them so there's sort of element where he's really how much can a wyvern carry? Uh, I'd have to do the the math for you. Why okay. about one wyvern? Why are you wondering? <laughs> um, ridiculous ideas and nonsense. But I just didn't know if it was like their rider and then a little bit more, or like oh no, they can carry two riders no problem before their they a, a fully adult one could carry so two like these eight can carry their riders, riders plus a person. I would say yes. Okay. I mean, wyverns have a strength of 19, I, th- I think. They are also large mm-hmm. creatures, so their carrying capacity is 
dog double, but I do have flying things mm-hmm. in my yeah. game because that just make, makes sense to that do does so. That makes sense. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they should be able to carry quite a bit. I think two ride two riders would be easy, or one rider and um, two hundred pounds of sub. Supplies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Separate from what I'm assuming, Wyvern Rider is known. They live <clears throat> off what they can carry, and they carry a lot. So their mm-hmm. their wyverns have 200 pounds of supplies, saddlebag, tents, you know, food, whatnot for week long trips. Mm-hmm. They are meant to um, operate in squads. And Earth to come back to a previous point that you made. If there's any sort of um, this. If there's any sort of really so a squad in an ex and a squad here, um, he would give you the infor- the information that um, the entirety of the Wyvern Rider n- numbers is only one comp company total, which is ten squads. Mm-hmm. So they're essentially giving you he is giving you ten percent of his per- personal force and ten percent with in. In the, the, ar- the army efforts, which is quite significant from a percentage standpoint, even though it seems like, like a small no, 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 number, that's... significant for them. Goldbacks <laughs> are not being off- offered here. They, they like the myth- mythical guard, they're going to stay in Hildheim to make sure if the enemy all of a sudden appears on their doorstep, they have their best fighters and defenders right here sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, any questions about that? That is some of you guys to consider what you may want to do, and you'll have days here in Ag- or, um, in um, Hildheim to discuss still. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, um, my lord Galgren first blood. On a personal level, to solidify the relationship between Sermon Nea and Garland for the next century or more. He would like to offer you a bounty of diamonds. And he will say specifically uh, to bring back your fallen queen, giving the young monarch the opportunity to cede her throne and to take back years of her childhood, fleeting as it is for humans, is the greatest boon that we could offer. Now this is obviously strategic. This means aha, they would have the, your alliance now, knowing Elspeth will eventually become become queen at some point in time mm-hmm. and would automatically have her alliance too at yeah. that time. We have her indebted. We have the monarchy indebted to us for two generations. Yes. So like 25,000 gold. He says <laughs> I do not know what level of magics you are all capable of, but I do know the that the court city is home to the greatest concentration of um, clerics and those. Rumor has it that the queen Selne Baldemar was held in her own castle by means of spell spellcraft, making it very, very difficult to bring her back. So to seed this, we simply do not have the resource, the, the resources to give you the twenty-five thousand gold, thousand gold worth of diamonds required to bring back such a, for such powerful magic. Assuming that you even have the way, he's sort of looking in your eyes, 
I'll admit, probably in your eyes and yours a bit, not so much in yours right now, just just because he's still on you, um, to see if there's any truth there. He's seeing if there's any hunger here. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to roll an insight check for him, but I'm going to ask you guys, would you be like obscuring, like you look hungry at this at this table. Steven's like, give me another wyvern heart. So I was like, you know, as, as Steven, you look hungry. You mm-hmm. look like if I... Well, Steven is hungry, yeah. My, my insight check on Steven would be, would be this mm-hmm. motherfucker knows somebody or has the power himself to bring back the dead with this little thing. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious what you think Norwin's mm-hmm. facial reaction would be to... He hasn't told you how many diamonds is there. Right now we're at the point where he's seeing your initial reaction to this. See if this. He doesn't want to offer you a ton and you go, thanks, we don't even have the ability to do this, right? So he's really, <laughs> he's really fishing for, is this a gift that would be, this is important, adequately appreciated and used? This isn't mm-hmm. just wealth. You already have a ton of wealth that you have earned. This is a gift to bring back the, the queen. Mm-hmm. So... Would either of you be, would you be letting your feelings c- clear on your face that he might be able to tell that you're hungry for this? Or are you trying to keep that mask at this time? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you individually. Don't don't look at each other. Yeah. Each other. Well, Norwin, I know, basically would have the same facial expression that he would always have for... Donkey brains. Donkey brains. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anytime that the concept of resurrection is brought up and Norwin thinks about the weight of the responsibility that that has. So it would be definitely something that was somber, something that was basically sad, but you might see it like a bit of a twinkle because he knows he could do it. You'd only be sad if you, if you knew it could happen. <clears throat> yeah. That's, that's at least what he would <clears throat> probably think. Yeah, but pensive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Annie, are you are you going full stone full stone face? Are you trying to go full stone face, or are you trying to be to go like hmm, sort of thing? Annie wouldn't feel that way. She actually she wouldn't be stone faced, but she's feeling protective because mm-hmm. her first thought is, I don't think the best thing for Elspeth or the kingdom is to bring the queen back at this sure. point. Yes, I very that much. would create more chaos, and it would only hurt Elspeth's entire thing in the future people would view her as weak i had a feeling that Mm -hmm. you would have that sense so i'm going to ask you guys to make a die roll here whether Mm -hmm. it's deception whether it's i I don't know like maybe deception makes makes the most sense for 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 this it's 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 really it's more just for her to try to Mm -hmm. suss out your intent so you're looking a little bit distasteful about this Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want that to be deception? Persuasion or deception? I think I'll say deception only because you're not trying to convince someone of something. You're not trying to intimidate someone. Mm-hmm. You're kind of being deceptive in the sense that you're trying to not show your emotions on your on your face. So I, it's a little bit weird mm-hmm. of a role. But I think I'll go with deception. But like you want them to think the gift, no, not appreciated. Because essentially you don't want yeah, to is use that, it. Is that what, what you want? Do you want to give the aura of, I don't want this? No, I want the aura of get to the point. Mm. Okay. Like, like just you're say not, it. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. What'd you roll, Steven? Seven. Beautiful. Rachel? Uh, 27. 27, okay. Only point, 20 different. Just a whole d20. That's, that's all. That's all. Well, I think with your roll, your point gets across to her. Mm-hmm. 
And I think she sees, she does see your, that tw twinkle in, in your eye. Very interesting triangle here for, mm -hmm. sorry, not she, he. Mm -hmm. for a second. Um, so he sees like, okay, so there is a possibility of this working here, mm -hmm. but you're not entirely thrilled about, about it, but you also just want me to get to the point. Mm -hmm. The offers for 12,000 gold worth of diamonds. Mm, 12,000. I'm not sure how many diamonds you guys already have in 12, your 000. thing, but this would significantly get you closer to that 25,000 gold post that you have been, that's always existed on the... Um, We're coming, Kikwa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that would probably be enough to revive Kikwa's whole family. <laughs> so, probably... Uh, that is the offer to you. Mm -hmm. um, there's an unspoken that then becomes spoken. Like I'm assuming that Sermonea by itself does not have the diamond load to manifest this wish. Otherwise, it would have already been manifested. And these diamonds are contingent upon bringing the queen back. That would be the idea. This is... Captain Backbray, Gregor has already graciously offered you three something in specific, in, in, in specific. The High Marshal has offered the war something in specific. I would like to offer the crown something specific. If that is not tasteful for you, I will replace it with 20,000 gold of my own, my own clan's coffers. I think we should ask the queen, of course, and her brother. Mm -hmm. Agreed. This Norwin is not unappreciated. Yeah, but they don't necessarily know. I know. I, mm -hmm. I'm just reminding you that you already have asked. You already <clears throat> have an answer. Kind of. I'm trying to remind me because it was. It seemed like she was wistful about it. Like yes. she was. She thought it'd be a great boon and for the country, and she's sad about like obviously her mother passing. But, you know, I think Elspeth, would I be reading it right that, you know, Elspeth would want this, essentially? I think you, give me a retroactive insight. Retroactive insight <laughs> on the crown. That's oh. a big seven. <laughs> you rolled a one before and now a two. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, first, first, I think you don't entirely know. I'm not, you know what, Steve? I'm not mm -hmm. going to give you mm -hmm. an answer. I was prepared to, but I'm not going going to. I yep. will say you'll have to make a decision. I think what you said is correct, though. Mm -hmm. What you said, what you saw is mm -hmm. correct. Your no. recollection is appropriate. That she seemed wistful. She seemed like, God, that'd be nice to have my mom back and have the real queen here and have me not be sit sitting on this mm -hmm. throne with my feet dangling like that's like I mm -hmm. want to have her here but also an element of like but how much have I d done that but she wouldn't undo what I mean she's a good queen she's my mm -hmm. mother she, she wouldn't she want to mother. be back too mm -hmm. so I think in the end Norman, it, 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 I think what she did was she kind of left it up to, to, up to you it was one of those things that was so far flung in the future it, it was like why even bring bring it up you yeah. know but mm -hmm. you were like you know we you guys have like probably five thousand worth of di diamonds in your coffers right, right now or something like that you've been collecting for a long time so mm -hmm. twelve thousand is a lot that's mm -hmm. a that's a big bolus right there to get yourselves much closer mm -hmm. true 
two months ago we just had to dip into our stash to save her hubby. Uh-huh. I don't know how much that costs, but... Mm-hmm. Only 500 Only 500 Oh, okay. I thought that spell was like five grand worth. Mm-mm. Yeah, necessarily. Dang. Okay, so this one's a big jump then. This one's huge. 25000 is the mm-hmm. one where you can just pick up a piece of the dust from someone and say... You don't even need a dust. You just need a name. Technically, don't need the dust, yeah. 2500 worth. That's it? Okay. That's it. Well, still, this would get you... You'd only need 10000 more. 2800 I have a diamond. I have two. One hundred. Two one hundred? So three? Three thousand. Look at that. So this this would bring your total to fifteen thousand. Not knowing how many the crown might be able to scrounge together. Like going from essentially zero, using the term it's not fully zero, but going from like let's say that let's say the crown could scrounge to gather five thousand gold worth of the diamonds. They're not, they're not even gonna think about what can happen if we get 25,000, right? Like that was already all they could, they could muster. Their store was stolen from them. Mm-hmm. And that was what was in the, the, the vault of the pavilion of the host. Mm-hmm. So if you guys hey, if you guys came and said, we have 15 right now, how much do you have? And they, they go, holy shit, we have five. Mm-hmm. Then you're only 5,000 away. This would lead, this, this 12,000 might be your only way to even get close to that in any realistic setting mm-hmm. knowing full well that you could also take the 20,000 of wealth and give that to the to, to the crown instead because a crown's coffers as you know are not overflowing with coin right they are they can't even afford to pay you guys the amount that you would be that mm-hmm. you would deserve because that's con- taxes come, come in they fly out places mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. You guys don't have to make that decision right here, right now. You can discuss that. Um, again, we're moving through three days here. We're still in the first two hours. I imagine the next two and a half d- d- days here will just be zip, zip, zap. I'll ask for mm-hmm. answers next time on that. So consider, and it's fine for you to um to um say, we need to talk to Edmund. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, hey, completely un- understood. We're not, actually, you don't have to answer me right now at this detail just mm-hmm. before, before you leave so I can send you along with what you will, will take. Mm-hmm. Miriam um, has a very personal offer, specifically to Earth, and that is, is it the pointy end. I don't want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. The offer that she has is just your pointy end information and a a sharing of information of information and knowing who you are. Which for many people here are like, you know, why do we let her go? Like ours were way better. She has no interest or ability, it seems, to give you guys anything of worth. Mm-hmm. And you realize, maybe for the first time, maybe not, you don't really know what her job is. Mind Lord makes sense. Lord of the Mines. High, high Marshal makes sense. The highest of Mar Marshals. Lord Farland, you know, his thing is just wheat and food and all shit. He will flat out, flat out say his his offering is very mundane. Like we can send food and stuff, but also understand Scarland is not a place known for having a ton of food. So it's like that's one thing that we need definitely to keep for ourselves. And I think you guys would, would be like, yeah, the offer is nice, but honestly, send a few bushels of wheat and it's not going to make a big di- big difference. So he may have even gone first, and it, his was so 
this is so boring. I skipped that. Um, <coughs> so, but you know what they all do, and the king ostensibly does. You don't really know what Doyen is. Just a a, a dwarven title it means like um, um expert. You don't really know what she is of, but she offers Urfael what I just said. She offers him. And will offer him a um, nightcap at um, her meeting chamber sometime in the next day or two. So you're the historian, eh? Ding, ding, ding. You know exactly what she, what, what, what she is. Mm-hmm. She is a historian. And, you, and you're like, okay, that's why you weren't a super great fight, fighter, but also you took a few really good hits for As someone who's a historian. Who's a, who's not not a bad his, for historian. a book nerd. Yeah, yeah. Nerd. yeah. And you saw her manifest that barbaric power, too, mm-hmm. which some of your ancestors can't. I mean, they can, but it was never like they weren't a barbaric. They are a barbarian on mm-hmm. paper. So she clearly has that spark and she knows how to use that spark. But her job is not to be a frontline. She fighter. tried to throw me in the lava. She's a strong willed woman. She knows. <laughs> and I think this also makes sense on why she was so staunchly um, for that. And uh, since we're um, en- ending our secession very shortly here, I'll, I'll, I'll say you'll find this out next time when you have your little dinner date with her, her or whatever. But. Um, Historian is easy. Um, she is a historian, a lore keeper, a follower of the of the the old ways, keeping ancient practices alive, knowledge and beliefs. Kind of makes sense why she was watching you three to see what you would do when presented with a with a third of a heart of a. How would you treat this sacred, very, very ancient ritual here? Um, you think about a lot of what she knows and history and what I and whatever else, and the way that she acts is all very much based on. I know the old, the, the old ways of things, the old rituals, the old beliefs, the old this, 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 and this. Well, much of that is historian in a different life she'd probably have been a cleric or a wizard or something of the sort but she is not you know from seeing her fight a little bit she is a barbarian warrior through and through um but that is not her job her job is as a historian mm-hmm. an antiquarian a lore keeper one might say lore keeper lore keeper might be a better way than saying it than historian but either way Keeper of the stones. Keeper of the stones. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that leads us to the end here. Uh, another whole day in Garland, but lots, lots of fun little stuff here. Lots of history. A lot of, lot of things for Annie to relay back to the crown. Um, probably at a certain point in person, but you have some specific things that you can write to him some things that would make make more sense to discuss in person and then you'll have you do have a trip to a magistone on the docket so it would make sense for you to be like all right here's this is going to happen here and all that sort of stuff to help with that you don't have to know the nuances of that we'll just kind of breeze past i think but um yeah anything you guys want to say to these five six seven chuckle fucks before um we wrap up tonight 
When the dinner's done, Earth would go, oh. Let's go, Grim. And he'd push himself away from the table and walk away as if he is taking the king with him for a night on the town, because they're friends now. So that is what he's going to try to do. There is no universe where the king is going to leave the palace for a while. However... Is there a universe where anyone here thinks they can stop me? <laughs> I there, stand up. There is a universe in which he offers you to drink with him here. But then you're never going to know your people. I will have time to know my pe- people. Right now, we are in such a point of turmoil. Um, we have not even yet d- n- discussed how we're going to officially announce my coordination. Um, that will be in front of the people, and you three be- being involved in our new formed alliance with Cicermenea. Um Please, just have a drink with me here. <laughs> Please, if you're my my if you're my friend. Fine. There'll be time. There won't, though. Hopefully. Come back later. Let's make the time. Um, okay, so here's what's going to happen next sesh. Next sesh um, is going to be uh, Miriam and Earth need to have a scene together that will take mm-hmm. place the next day here. And is there anything that you want to ask or deduce or f- find out you're free to? Um, otherwise, I think your job will be meeting with these people a lot. Yeah. And, and we can make that wham bam thank you, that's, ma'am. That's what's going to be. Like, we're here's what none. we accept. Here's like yep. mm-hmm. what we're thinking. Done. And we're not even saying that. We're no. truly going to summarize all that by saying you spend the next two and a half days doing diplomat shit. Yeah. We're not going to RP through the coordination. We're going to have a true montage the thing here, mm-hmm. the only exception being you and Miriam Salraka, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking with the king can certainly happen. Um, he's just a very scared guy to go, and everyone in the room is scared too. They're all like, what are you talking about? Like, that's that's impossible. You can't bring him up there. Um, I know a great spot. But I will say the, cor- the coronation will happen in the good in district, essentially right before you guys, you guys mm-hmm. leave, purely because that's the most time they ha- they have to prepare it, and before you guys go, with you still there to show like a handshake of Cermonet and Scarlet are now officially allies, which is a very bizarre thing for the people to see, but a very poignant thing for th- for them to see, mm-hmm. see also. Um, since he'll be up there at that time, he says after my coordination. I will get a drink of your choose choosing at a tavern within 300 feet of the coronation spot. Whoa, ho, calm down, Grim. Don't, don't get out of control. Mm-hmm. And there will be many, many, many guards there to make sure <laughs> I do not die. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is a pretty extreme acquiescence compromise mm-hmm. for a new king who does not want to be on your bad, bad side. Um, doesn't mm-hmm. think that is a necessary thing, thing to, to do at all, but also truly you can see he remembers what you whispered in his ear 
when he struck through his father's heart. And he also has seen... For, he was in the in the room, hiding behind a pillar. <gasps> the whole time you three were dragons, fire, goddesses, and whatever the fuck you were, right? Bone and blood and void man. So he desperately wants to be on your good sides forever, mm-hmm. forevermore. So that is a pretty big compromise for him at least he's essentially saying you choose the own place just let me know a day a d- d- day in advance and and you're like great it's going to be empty it's going to be they're they're gonna clear the whole place but you know what if that's what you you get is to have a, a drinks with the king in a place outside of this place okay um nothing says earth can't pick pick him up and run really far and, um all right, so that's the first part of next session. The first maybe hour. That's really it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Earth and and Miriam Saraka's scene will last extremely long, but it is one I do want to have. First time Earth has seen a fellow person that actually has a historian, in fact. Is there anything that you guys want to do while here? Feel free to say it. Otherwise, we will just zoom on past um, the rest of Scarlet and move on to other things. With that in mind, take a look at the plans. Um, let me know what the plan- plans are. I believe the next thing is to go to Bowden, mm-hmm. grab guild folks, go to the uh, dragon, begin mm-hmm. the cure process, then back to the court city, if I recall correctly. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So we should be able to get through the rest of Scarland and all of that easily next time. What is the next step for everyone here post that? That's my only question. After the dragon, after you guys return to the court city, is that where we get into time more? And that's sort of the reason why I asked last time. Start mm-hmm. thinking about what you want to do with the rest. I already know what's on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, start thinking about what other things you guys might want to do. Even if it's not like, oh, here's a list, Josh. It's more, more like I would spend three weeks uninterrupted with my with my beloved mm-hmm. Morningstar. Um, you obviously have some more more visits to do, but those can go fairly swiftly. So think on that stuff. I'm not missing anything, right? It's just Bowden, Dragon... Court City, you are. You guys obviously have a ton of information to blah, blah, blah at them that we can just z- mm. z- zip through. Legend, l- legend lore on the uh-huh. thing, sure. Beyond that, are am I missing anything, or are we reaching the point of you guys kind of split up and do your own thing for a few weeks? And prepare for war, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I will. I will let. I will play my cards on the t- table here and, and let you know. At some point in time during those three weeks, there will be a war summit. Mm-hmm. In the court, in the court study, that Vaniel will call, Perfect. and he will ask that you all attend. So, either have means to return. You all have means to return to the court, to the court city now. Even if you're not around mm-hmm. each other, half half the reason is sort of can can do that. <laughs> so he, he can fucking just come back, go back, and report so to two locations. Uh, it's not anywhere. It's only anchored there, but it's still, <laughs> it's still very really nice. cool. Yeah. So I plan it out. It works out. Well. <clears throat> that's the only other thing I have on my docket. Mm-hmm. So we might even be able to get to that point next time and be- begin that. Mm-hmm. But we'll see how much fun you guys have with the rest of the stuff in Scarland and and dragons mm-hmm. and whatnot. 
I have zero intent on spending more than 15 minutes in Bowden. Just so you know, just, just so I'm playing my cards on the table, I would love to spend three sessions partying there, but come on, dude. I think we are beyond that point now, right? Yeah. So... <clears throat> I don't want. I, I want to make sure I'm not skipping things too harsh, too hard. That you guys are like, oh, but I want to just have like a downtime party, Josh. If, if you want that, you guys have to vocalize that to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point now where when I say come to me with things that things that you want, I don't mean specific events. I mean like flavors and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't, I'm going to just do whatever the fuck I want, and you might leave. Discon discontented, and I'll say, mm -hmm. well, you should have told me that you wanted to spend a calmer session mm -hmm. having a battle we are being attacked. It make it happen. Right. So, like, yeah. you have to come to me with that. That's all I'm mm -hmm. asking, okay? I love you all. Mm -hmm. Turn off the thing, yeah. and we'll see you in a week. I Bye, Belgium! Just regular-ass soap instead of this dagger soap. <laughs> <laughs>